All right, Becca, we're live. Hello, thank you for joining me today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. How is everybody today? Um, a couple of people are supposed to be joining us, so we're going to just visit for a little while and give them some time to come on. Um, I, um, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just not very good at this, and I've got a lot going on today, so I'm very distracted. Um, let's talk about what is not going on in our country right now. Um, let's talk about the the jobs that aren't being done and the, the lives that aren't being lived um, because it really concerns me that we're missing out on a lot of life. And as we continue to grow up and our kids continue to grow, yeah, it's only been a year and a half, almost two years maybe that stuff's been really crazy, but it's really, that's a lot in the lives of these young people. And um, I'm not sure if everybody really thinks about that when all this crazy stuff is going on. It's really affecting these younger generations. Um, I have a couple of teenagers and I don't know if you guys have kids and if you guys are paying attention to how all this stuff is affecting them, but I'm really concerned about how it's affecting my children. And um, I've been talking to my kids about life's issues because I think it's important that we talk to them about, about the important things in life right now because there's so much confusion going on in our world right now with everything that's um, being said in the media and what the government is doing and what the government is talking about doing and what's being done with the vaccines and what's being done with the virus. And there's just all this stuff going on and there's a lot of background noise and it's I think it's probably really affecting our children. and. Anyway, um, this is just something that's been heavy on my heart lately, and I, maybe we can just talk about this for a few minutes while I'm waiting for my friend Jim to join me. Um, anyway, um, if you have children, hold them close to you and try to protect them from this world that's going on out there. And please talk to your kids because this is a really scary time right now. Um, they're hearing all kinds of stuff. Every day on the news, I'm sure they're hearing teachers at school talking about things. They're hearing their parents talk about things. They're hearing their friends talk about things. And it's a really, really scary world out there. You know, when I was a kid growing up in the 80s, I remember being scared of nuclear war and atomic bombs and stuff like that. But those dangers were so far away. And yet I was scared of them. And our children... The, the scary stuff is no longer on the other side of the world for our children now. It's right here. And they're seeing it on the news every day. They're seeing that it's happening in the next state over or in the next town over or in the next neighborhood over or in the next street over, right? All of this violence and chaos and insanity. And I remember when I was, when I was growing up, stuff was pretty cool here in the United States and the insanity was always on the news on the other side of the world. And now it's here at home. And I really hope and pray that at some point we can write our um, compasses inside of us and get ourselves and our society pointing in the right direction again, because I just really feel like stuff is topsy turvy right now. And like I said, there's a lot of bad messages being sent out to our children and there's a lot of hopelessness and despair in our kids. Um, so would you please think about that today? Think about the messages that your kids are hearing on the news 
and on the shows they're watching um, and from their teachers and their friends and from you and your your friends that if your kids are sitting around listening to, you know, let's try to give our, our kids a message of hope today and remind them of what their strengths and abilities are. I just feel like there's so many people talking about Americans being bad and about Americans um, having bad motives and Americans like being fools and Americans being lazy and Americans not, not wanting to, to put any effort into life anymore. And I think that's wrong. And I think if we give our children a different message, we can turn this around. You know, like when I was growing up, I knew that if I worked hard at school and worked hard at my, my after school responsibilities and my everyday life responsibilities, that I had an opportunity to become a productive person in this society and that my children would have a good life. So I wanted to work towards that in life. Now, my life went haywire, unlike a lot of people's. Um, but ultimately, I feel like I've managed to achieve it. Um, and now we're all going through this crazy situation. And I just think a lot of people might not realize what's going on that, that our, our children are being affected by these messages. And it's not just our children. Though. Honestly, I think a lot of adults are losing hope because of the messages that they're hearing all around them. Um, and I know I do a lot of videos talking about hope um, and I don't want to sound like Barack Obama um, with his hope and change, but I believe in hope. There is always hope and I see a lot of possibility, not only hope, but a lot of possibility in America and in, um, in our education system and in our economy. I see hope for all of it to get better. And our healthcare system, I see hope for it to get better as well. Um, maybe I'm, I, you know, I've always been a glasses half full type of person. I've always been an optimist. And it's gotten me through a lot of shit. Um, so I really appreciate you guys listening to my um, perspective on this. Um, I just encourage you today to try to have an optimistic outlook on life and try to be friendly when you interact with other people and show that optimistic spirit to them, okay? Especially your children. Um, anyway, let's break for a quick commercial break. Hey everybody, great news. You can now get both of my books on Audible. My first book, Because You're Blind, is the story of how I went from that terrified little girl who woke up suddenly blind and brain injured at the age of 12 years old, and then years later was locked down under an illegal and corrupt guardianship in the state of Montana for 15 years. It's the story of how I defeated all of that and overcame all of that. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is how I used my own thinking to empower myself to change my life after all of that. And now today, I am the founder and president of Blue Butterfly Enterprises, as well as host and creator of Becca's World on YouTube. And I have a lot of other great projects going on, but I just wanted to encourage you guys to check out the Audible versions of my books because they're both good stories. And you can get, there's, I have some free downloads of each book available. If you email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, I would be happy to send you a free download so you can check it out. Thank you so much for your time. And now back to the blind view. Okay, we're back, Becca. Okay, are we back now? 
Okay, I think we're back. Um, and then I just forgot what I was going to talk about. I'm so nervous. Um, oh, I was going to talk about um, President Biden's first 100 days in office because I believe yesterday was the anniversary of his first 100 days in office. I know he gave a speech yesterday. Um, and honestly, I, I can't think of a single thing that he has done in his first 100 days of office that has helped our nation. I can think of several things he's done and several things he's talked about doing that have only hurt our nation and will only hurt our nation if he follows through with them. Um, and I can't help but think back to all of the amazing things President Trump did in his first 100 days in office. and some of the other amazing things President Trump did during his first four years in office. Um, you know, President Trump did some really amazing things. Um, with his uh, his peace um, that he arranged in the Middle East, that was really amazing. Um, you know, my whole life, I remember being a little girl growing up in the 80s and I remember going to church and I was learning about being a Christian. And I was learning about the Jewish people who lived on, in Israel, right? And how they were God's people too. And I was always confused because I knew that over there in the Middle East, on the other side of the world somewhere, the people were fighting and they were angry and hostile towards each other. And I could never understand it. And you know, today I still don't understand it, but I I know that it's, it's prophesied that that there would be peace in the Middle East, right? It's part of biblical prophecy. And so when President Trump was in office and he took steps to help that become, become you know, reality, I just really feel like President Trump was a man of God and he was doing um, what God wanted. Um, and I, I pray that the um, Israel and uh, Kuwait and Iraq and Iran and the other Muslim countries can all learn to live together in peace, um, similar to the way we used to do here in America. You know, here in America, we all used to be able to live together in peace. And, you know, it, it was normal that your neighbors were different. And it was a good thing that your neighbors were different. At least that's the way I was raised. You know, um, the, I grew up believing that, that difference was good. And um, and I believe that's how America became so strong and so successful is because we embraced differences in each other and we learned to love each other and coexist each with each other. And look at how strong America became in its first 200 and almost 50 years. You know, um, and it was because of that mindset of loving our neighbors and accepting each other for who we are, were, no matter what our skin color was or what accent we spoke with or how we um, practiced faith in whatever God we believed in, right? That's what made America strong. And right now we have people in the office who are trying to convince us that all of that is wrong, right? And they're driving these huge wedges between us. and. I just don't feel like President Biden has done anything in his first 100 days to bring America closer together or help the rest of the world learn to love, you know, their neighbors better. Um, um, anyway, and 
I'm still um, refusing to take the, vi the vaccine, FYI. Um, just for your information, guys. And if you are also refusing to get the vaccine, I support you on that. You know, we have constitutional rights in this country. If people have the right to have an abortion because it's their body, then I have a right to refuse a vaccine because it's my body, right? So anyway, that's where I am at on it. Um, Alexa, what time is it? The time is 10.03 a.m. So it looks like nobody else is going to be joining me today, guys. And I really didn't have anything prepared to talk about for a long period of time on my own. So I'm just going to sign off from here. Um, if you would like to participate with us on The Blind View or any of our other shows, I invite you to email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Thank you so much. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out, y'all. That's the wrap. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe.